Hey everybody, my name's Dane. And I'm Jimmy. And our podcast is called Bubbling Questions. We do would-you-rathers from listeners and a Twitter bot. Along with one-person game shows using ridiculous stuff we find on the internet. Like what kind of ridic are we talking? <laughs> I shall not tell you. Okay, all from our very real hot tub. Oh yeah, 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 very real, uh, not a gimmick at all. <laughs> find Bubbling Questions wherever you get podcasts. And I'm Jimmy. <laughs> Podcast. I'm Jacob Rubin. I'm Jessica Baldoni. And this is the podcast. <laughs> we started it. We talk about comics. Right, yeah. And news. And comic news. <laughs> we should explain this on every podcast. Yeah. In well, case you forgot. I don't think people know what the show is about. I don't think they do either. Yeah. Maybe they don't know that it's done in partnership with uh, a comic book store in Berkeley, California. Oh, yeah. We should talk about that, too. Located at 3090 Claremont Avenue. Come by and buy comics. Yeah, even though it's smoky outside. Oh, yeah. We don't have any customers today. A great, yeah, not really. A great thing to do <laughs> is to put on your best N95 mask, get into your car with the windows rolled up, <laughs> park in our free parking, free street parking. Oh, yeah, free street parking, then put another mask over your N95 mask. Right, because now we have indoor masks and outdoor masks. <laughs> so many masks. Then come into the store... We'll hast- realize that we have a customer and hastily throw a mask on our face to be like, oh, fuck. We, we're so safe here. Yeah. We wear them all the time. But, all the time. But, like, sometimes they're more important than others. Uh, <laughs> like we're not quickly shoving food in our face. Right. <laughs> then we'll give you a comic that you really like. Yeah. Like this one. <laughs> like this one. <laughs> so stuff came out this week, as per usual. Yep. Actually, a lot of comics came out this week. It was a pretty solid week. Cool. Um, Should we talk about Thor let's first? Let's talk about Thor, because yeah. it was like the big hitter, heavy hitter of the week, where everyone wanted 9,000 copies, and we're like, we have 20. Yeah. <laughs> Thor has become this incredibly apocalyptic major earth-shattering story mm-hmm. with Galactus where Thor is Herald of Galactus. I don't know. You didn't read it. I, I, didn't, read it. Re- I didn't read it. We I didn't read it. You read it. I didn't read it. I'm, I did a mashup of those two sentences. <laughs> Escape is comics podcast where we don't read comics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about comics we wish we could read. Yeah. But we're too busy. We're too busy eating cheesesteak sandwiches. <laughs> hey, you ate that cheesesteak sandwich. So he, I just want to talk about this because... Uh, so let's catch up real quick. Yeah. Um, a lot of the food options aren't as readily available that we that we get when we're at work. Right. So I get delivered to the store, yeah. and I've been ordering from this cheesesteak spot, and I guess I've ordered enough cheesesteaks that they gave me a t-shirt. Yeah, it's like every 20 cheesesteaks you get a shirt. God, did I order 20 fucking cheesesteaks? Probably. Oh my god. I would not be surprised. So, so now, I don't even feel like it's a gift. I feel like it's more like a burden to have this shirt. <laughs> because I gotta do, I can't just like have a cheesesteak shirt. Why not? I don't know. One, it's too big because I feel like if you give someone is a cheesesteak. It's too big now that you've had 20 cheesesteaks. <laughs> Damn it, that's the joke I was going to make. I was going to be like, if they're giving away shirts to people who eat 20 cheesesteaks, they probably don't make them in sizes smaller than large. I think they should be, should be like extra large to make you feel extra bad about yourself that yeah. you've had 20 cheesesteaks. Oh my God, like, large I think is I need too this. small. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that 
large is not going to fit everybody who's ordering that many cheesesteaks, right. right? I don't think I ordered that many cheesesteaks. I, I don't know, man. I <laughs> did realize that last time I ordered something, they forgot my drink, and I left a note on the thing saying, you guys forgot my drink. And well, so then maybe it's an apology shirt. Maybe it's an, apo- it's an yeah. ugly apology shirt. <laughs> an ugly apology shirt. But, it's not the worst shirt ever. And the back says, I sheltered in place with the cheesesteak shop, uh-huh. which means that they made this shirt for this purpose. Right. It's a thank you shirt. <sighs> Also, why is it white? It's just asking for me to drip sauce on it. That, exactly. Like yeah. all cheesesteak shirts, all food shirts in general coming from like hamburgers, cheesesteaks, sandwiches should be black. Even salads. That, well, Don't yeah, that dressing? You eat that with a fork. Are you just dripping salad dressing all over your Wait a minute. How do you eat salad? With my hands? What? <laughs> <laughs> just like any. You know, <laughs> any rational person would do. You just eat salad with your hands. You eat salad with your hands. Or just take the bowl and, like, dump it. <laughs> dump it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah, we don't <laughs> need it. living in an apocalyptic society. Yeah, utensils are going to be the first thing to go. Totally. Yeah. You got to use those as weapons. So speaking of the world being destroyed, <laughs> Thor came out this week. We had to catch up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We only do these every two weeks. We don't see each other. Um, <laughs> right, so Thor came out this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what's happening in Thor? Um, Thor recently became the all-father of Asgard. Um, and then there's that black winter Thor. I guess he's the bad guy now. And he's the he's like the new Galactus, right? Oh, he's like Wario. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he's with the mustache. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, the, and the dark hair. <laughs> you know he's bad. Right. <laughs> Automatically. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I guess and then Galactus is um, the Dark Thor's her- the Herald. Herald? Herald. <laughs> yeah. It's not Herald? No, it's not Herald. Hark the Herald Angels sing? That's right. That's how you say it. It's okay. <laughs> Uh, Everyone has their own interpretations. Okay. It's a made-up word. By whom? I don't know who made up that word. Not by Marvel. Well, all words are made up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's, not, it's not like the word adamantium. I mean, Stanley didn't make up that word. Well, okay. Actually, there was a really pop. There was a really popular one. So the X Men were around for a long time before they got put in any adaptation. Uh-huh. So there was a large contingent of people who thought it was pronounced Magneto. Why? Because what's a magnet? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, Magneto is a much cooler sound at magne- Magneto. Magneto. It sounds like yeah. a, ma- a magician who goes to, like, <laughs> schools to do science tricks. <laughs> Fair. Magneto, on the other hand, sounds like someone who would have his own island nation. I mean, there's that also, like, Thanos. Is it Thanos or is it Thanos? I think that's, like... Uh, a regional thing. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so why can't it be Geraldo? I don't know. Geraldo <laughs> Rivera. <laughs> He's a terrible person. Right. Oh, there's that. And he'd be a terrible Herald for Galactus. <laughs> he would. He'd yeah. just talk a lot. Be really boring. Vote for the wrong side. Be racist. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, anyways, <laughs> so poor Galactus. He's having a real tough time recently. Yeah. Um. And then this guy. I do like this art where he's glowing like Tron. It is cool that he gets to be all Tron like. Even Thor's like all glowing like Tron. Everyone's very glowy Mm. in this issue. Maybe they're going to a sweet rave later. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Oh, except for Silver Surfer. Silver Surfer is still black. Yeah, because of what happens in, in the pages of Silver Surfer Black, a comic that have you read? 
So we don't read things on this podcast. <laughs> I haven't read it. I read issue one. Okay. It was very psychedelic. Oh, so it was over black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, yeah. I wanted Chad to be. Moore did the art. I wanted, really cool. to, I wanted it to be uh, Dan Slott and Mike Allred because I really like this Silver Surfer run. Yeah, I liked that run too. It was just like this comic where it was like very in your face and lots of things were happening. Uh-huh. Donnie Cates wrote it. <laughs> right, Donnie. Yeah, Donnie Cates, who who seems to have a flair for writing these like big, huge, yeah, um, epic feeling with with all the crazy comic comic book science like right. uh, the negative energy that I took from you I will convert into positive energy using lightning to turn it into another thing you know yeah and that's not really my thing though this is a fun issue I will yeah. give him that mm-hmm. like a lot of crazy things happen uh, should we do the spoiler of this issue uh, spoilers for Thor 6 yeah spoilers for if you don't want to hear it throw your phone into a lake <laughs> right now yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah Thor kills Galactus Okay. Black Black Thor kills Galactus. Black, D- D- Black Shadow Thor. Black Shadow so Thor. The way that Shadow the way that Robert described this to me is that um, uh, the enemy in this is basically the nothing from Never Ending Story. I'm sorry. Regular Thor kills Galactus. Oh, okay. Black Shadow Thor is there though. Oh. Yeah. He's hanging out. And he's like, "Oh man, yeah, <laughs> I wanted to do that." <laughs> I think, but Galactus was his herald. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah! At one point, he's like Galactus. Yeah. You're you're gonna find things for me to eat now. Right, and Galactus exactly. is like, oh, now I understand how everyone feels. Yeah, I'm gonna start paying my taxes. <laughs> we all have feelings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of sucks to be the guy on the bottom. So what this one reminded me of was uh, Secret Wars with Hickman Secret Wars. Right. And I was just kind of like, well, didn't he just steal like a bunch of ideas from like Hickman? Because, like, Doctor Doom uses Galactus to, like, do his bidding. In, like, oh, he uses Galactus like, his lapdog, yeah. Yeah, he talks about it. We don't, like, see it a bunch. Like, he, I think there might have been, like, a flashback where it happened. Sure. And then eventually he has Galactus as his, like, big statue and, like, his big trophy. Doesn't he, like, his castle is, like, in Galactus's head or something? No, it's just, like, part of his castle is Galactus. Damn. Yeah. Doom really be living rent free in Galactus's head, huh? Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> It'd be um, like that sometimes. <laughs> um, there's there's one part where like Thor catches like a little black snowflake like after Galactus. after he kills Galactus. Yeah, after so this is Galactus. like a piece of Galactus's ash. Right, exactly. Yeah. And he gets like these little black tears in his eyes. I was very sentimental and kind mm-hmm. of dumb and whatever. whatever. Anyways, so yeah, there's a big after he defeats him, Galactus's head becomes part of Asgard. And sure. it's like a trophy, just like in Hickman's Secret Wars. Oh. And I was like, wait, we've seen this before. Mm. Yeah. So, I don't know. That was a little let down. And then there's like a big... Oh, yeah, this big old two-page spread. Yeah, at the end. Where he like sees how he's going to die or something? Yeah. This is another massive spoiler, but this made me actually... This is what... Learning about this made me actually want to check out this comic. Oh, this is what, like, really turned me off. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I, I, I liked the Thanos part. Thanos. 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 <laughs> Thanos. What do they say in the movies? Thanos. Thanos, I think, okay. right? I like Thanos. Maybe Thor says Thanos. I think he does. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, I have more. Okay, we'll get, that. we'll get to that. Anyways. Yeah, so there's a bunch of zombies. And I hate the Marvel zombies. They're the Marvel zombies. So it's like, yeah. I see Venom and Sentry, and who's that hairy guy? Sabretooth, Omega Red? Oh, Medusa. 
Hulk. Yeah. Uh, Captain America. Oh, Black Bolt. The zombie Ghost Rider, who doesn't look that different. No, he looks, he looks <laughs> exactly the same. He ha- he suddenly has a tongue now. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man's there. Yeah. Everyone, like, pretty much everybody. Being led by Iliana, Thanos. Yeah, being led by Thanos, who has, like, a new gauntlet. But the, the Infinity the, Gems aren't in it. No, the Because they're in something in else. They're in Meal and... Mjolnir. <laughs> That's not Marvel making I up know. words. <laughs> and yet, we're going to call this the Shadow Gauntlet. Right. Okay, I like okay, that. Yeah. And he's holding Mjolnir, and Mjolnir has the Infinity Gems All embedded the Infinity in it. Gems, yeah. So he is as strong. Oh, by the way, earlier in the story arc, Thor became the Herald of Galactus. We did mention that. Yeah. But now that means he has the powers of Thor with Mjolnir mm-hmm. and the power cosmic added to him by Galactus, right. which means he's the strongest, I mean, not, not, I guess still not stronger than Galactus, but like the strongest he's ever been. He fights right. Beta Ray Bill in an earlier issue. Yeah. And like, normally those, these two guys are like fairly evenly matched and just one one of them will have the upper hand somehow, but this yeah. time Thor easily outclasses Beta Ray Bill. Yeah. Beta, Beta Ray Bill? Beta Ray Bill? Beta Ray Bill. Beta Ray Bill. Yeah. Like Alpha a beta, beta machine. Yeah. <laughs> like beta blockers. Right. Yeah. We talked about beta? Like beta breakers. Right. That's not what it is. No. <laughs> <laughs> Are they doing that this year? No. no. They said it's virtual. How do you do a marathon I, virtually? Don't ask. I. They said it on the news. I'm like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. That's and so I turned stupid. off the television. <laughs> you know, so my, my sister uh, is really, she goes to Burning Man almost every year. I'm sorry. <laughs> she loves it. All right. She's told me about it. It sounds really fun. But... Burning Man, despite it being a huge festival, a huge organization with a lot of tech people involved, no one is like, let's do virtual Burning Man. Let's just not do it this year. Yeah. Yeah, let's just take a year off. Mm-hmm. And the next year we can come back and better, or whenever the next time we do it. Right. But a virtual, like, how are they going to do the virtual New York City Marathon? I don't know. They're just, well, they still want to raise money for charity, which I understand. I don't. <laughs> well, screw you, Mr. Yeah. No Charitable Causes. No, I think we should give to charity. Yeah. Was, uh, but I don't, but they're just going to like run in, like, they'll have like one of those Nintendo mats that you run on. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> do, they still, do they still? Do they still? Oh, like the little, little uh, the, for the Wii, the yeah. Wii Fit boards. Right. Those really hurt your feet. Oh, I don't know. I, I was guess not as much as the, the one from the eighties. Oh, for like again, the, the track and field I'm games. Old. Yeah. Correct. I was like, what? What are you talking about? Are you talking about the one from the eighties? No, she must be making a contemporary reference. No. Silly me. Silly you. Because <laughs> the new one, the new uh, Wii, uh, Nintendo Fit thing, Ring Fit Adventure, which I was playing, I kind of right. took a break. I kind of got bored of it. Um, but it's a thing attached to your leg. So they could oh. attach those to yeah. people's legs. I had one of those. I got lost or lost interest. Yeah. I mean, it, I had the original Wii one. Oh, we fit. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It also attached to your leg. And then it always broke. Like, it just didn't work or it didn't, like, sync up. Yeah. The new one's probably better. The one, like, Stephen Koo has his Yeah, that's, that's the same one I have. Yeah. That one's cool. Where you have the ring and the, so it does, like, arm and torso and body stuff. Yeah. It's good. And the story is kind of silly. I got to a part that's a Wizard There's of Oz a story? There is a story. That's what drew me to it. It's an RPG, oh, sort of. Yeah, you have, like, the different stretches that you do are, like, spells or, like, different attacks that you can do on the Now, make that, but put Thor in it. Sure. So I can be the Herald of Galactus. <laughs> There's no reason it couldn't be anything. Oh, right. Yeah. That would be awesome. I would do that, and then I would work out. I mean, you're holding this. a little ring thing. Yeah. Is there anyone who uses, like, oh, oh, my God. It's kind of like, this is stupid, but it, it's kind of like the thing that Orion flies around on. That would be fun. That'd be cool to be a yeah, you, and you have to like, you, and, and then yeah. you have to shoot power blasts by squeezing and pulling, and then different I like things this. happen. Yeah, New Gods comes out and totally fails. We should make that game. Make the video game. New Gods the video game. <laughs> New Gods the fitness video game. <laughs> 
like it. We can do it. Totally. You can totally play as Mr. Jeff Miracle or Big Barda. Oh, because yeah. Mr. Miracle flies around on one too, I think. No. No. Oh, he has those like discs on his feet. Yeah. 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 Okay. Never mind. This, this is Orion's thing. That's totally Orion's yeah. thing. Yeah. We should do it. We should do it. <laughs> Nintendo right. called DC and say, we need a property that you're not going to use. <laughs> do they have any? They have no connection whatsoever. Nintendo no. and DC? Yeah. No, AT&T, I don't even. AT&T. So AT&T. Yeah. Had, like everything. AT&T, Time, Time, Warner. Time Warner. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, those, those games will come out. Like, neither Marvel nor... DC really do anything like for Nintendo like yeah their games will get ported over but they're more about like the the straight up console P, uh, uh, PC PlayStation Xbox mm-hmm. Nintendo's kind of its own thing yeah they gotta do it though there was like a um a really successful April Fool's prank that Electronic Gaming Monthly did where it was Kingdom Hearts and then the next one was Mushroom Kingdom Hearts and they were gonna bring in uh just the Mario universe yeah um and people loved it so much that they believed it <laughs> And to a point where I think one meeting happened and they were like, never mind, we want too much money. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, it's a dream. Maybe we'll find out something like that will happen. So this weekend is the DC... Con. Oh yeah! This, unfortunately, this podcast will come out after it yeah, happened. Right. So uh, we'll talk about it the next in two weeks. In two weeks. Yeah. What is it called? I just I, DC Dome. DC Dome. DC Fandom or something. DC Thunderdome. Yeah. Well, <laughs> WWE is doing a Thunderdome thing this weekend oh, too. Are they? Yeah, they're doing. Oh, they could combine forces. SummerSlam is happening, and they want to have virtual fans, so you can like sign up, and then you you will watch from a screen, and then when you see the show, yeah, you'll probably be able to see it on the internet. Have in a couple you days. seen the virtual fans things that like? NBA games, it's bizarre. It's, it's so weird. It's so weird. Yeah, I think they're doing that for the DC Dome thing, too, because you, like, sign in. Everything is free, and they'll, like, put your picture up, like, that you're watching it. And I don't know. It's very weird. It is weird. Yeah. I don't know. I, don't Anyways, know. I think that the, I like the whole DC fandom thing, because uh, DC has been under a lot of stress this week. Have you heard about any of this news? No, it was this news. Oh, they fired everybody. Oh, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, what do they do now? Yeah, yeah. so hopefully oh, no. this will actually help them recover mm-hmm. a little bit. They're also canceled about five titles, like uh, Suicide Squad, No sure. Loss. Um, we were selling it okay. Uh-huh. Um, Young Justice. Oh, so that sucks. Right. Yeah. Uh, Metal Men? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sure. I was like, if Metal Men somehow survived, I'll be no. stunned. Uh, a, a couple other ones, too, that, you know, weren't selling great, but we're doing okay. They, they they could make the Metal Men work. They just got to let Dan DiDio get his grub, grubby hands off it. Well, yeah, yeah. He's fired, so it doesn't matter. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, he got fired a while ago. Oh, so I thought this was his series. That was his series. Oh. Yeah, and now it's, got, you know, he got fired. And he's was just... someone else working on it? No. Okay, well, but they then... just let him, you know... Finish it out. Let Alan Moore write the Metal Men. He, Make them horny. <laughs> he will never go back to DC oh, ever again. He's not even writing comics right now. Oh, fuck. Ooh, I have a connection to Alan Moore, though. Oh, what is it? Actually, Daisy, who works here, yes. uh, her friend is Alan Moore's niece. Uh. So... Come on, right. I gotta get that sweet Alan Moore signing going. Yeah, that's a connection. That's <laughs> legit. Is. Is a legit. But he's connection. in England, correct? 
Wales. Okay. Yeah, and then she lives in Hawaii, so we, you know we'll get that. What? <laughs> Is he gonna go to Hawaii? And she'll be like, "No, you're supposed to go to Berkeley." Yeah. <laughs> we'll just make him stop here if he right. goes to Hawaii. <laughs> we'll ground his plane. Well, totally. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Okay, I'll fly over there. Wait till he's on a plane flying to Hawaii. I'll get on the plane, <laughs> pretend to have a kidney stone. They have to land the plane in San Francisco to save my life. Right. He gets off the plane. You pick him up at the airport and go. I'm taking you to your hotel. And he's like, I don't know what's happening. And you're like, Shut up, Alan Moore. Sounds <laughs> perfect. We'll do it. <laughs> Speaking of magic. Speaking of magic. <laughs> uh, from Vault Comics this week, <laughs> I read a comic called Shadow Service Number One. Who is it by? It is by, we're going to mess up this name, Kavan Scott? Kevin Scott? Let me see. Kavan? Kavan. Kavan? Kavan. Cavern. You don't know. I don't know. It's spelled C A. I was really hoping you chose him and it would just be the name Kevin. <laughs> that would be such a good uh, prank to pull on someone to be like, uh, Kevin? Kev and then, like, let me see that. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, okay. And then uh, <laughs> the artist is Corinne Howell, uh, colored by Triona Farrell and. Triona? Yeah, Triona. Like, there's three of them? <laughs> Yes. I'm so worried that I'm like being super offensive to somebody's like culture where it's like Triona is actually a very respected name. My my father is Norwegian. Well, let's talk about the design work here. The and world design. I thought that looks like a name too. And am I pronouncing this right? And world. And world. Design. <laughs> it's pronounced on world. <laughs> All right. Moving on. We're, no, we're not tagging them in this post. No, we're not. <laughs> oh, I'm definitely tagging Vault. Great. <laughs> Well, do we like the comic? That's the, before we get into the review. Before we get into what's it about, is I it good? I did like it. Okay, yes. cool. Yeah. Um, so now we can tag. Now them. we can tag. Them. <laughs> totally cool. Yeah. Uh, so this is basically about a um, detective, private detective, a PI, if you will, mm -hmm. private investigator. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and she, like a cop so good they quit being a cop. Correct. Cool. <laughs> and she has a also doubles as a witch. Or she has magical powers, uh, and she's on a case. Has to use her magic powers. She like she also has like a past, like a you know sorted past, as all magical power people usually do mm -hmm. in these dark underbelly comics. Um, and then it ends up turning on her, and someone is following her, and she ends up getting like sucked into like a zombie sort of like weird hex. Mm -hmm. um, and it turns out that there's actually people investigating her, mm -hmm. and they are um, maybe witch hunters or something like that. Okay, it's that sounds unclear. pretty cool. Unclear. It's actually really cool. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Um, so, like, towards the end of the comic, she ends up getting like sucked into like some kind of weird magical spell where they capture her, mm. um, and you don't see it coming at all, which is really good. I really like like the twist at the end. That's cool. Um, yeah. Like first, I wasn't like it's like really unclear like how the magic works in this universe, mm -hmm. um, but like as you go, like the story like really like sucks you in um, until you get to that like really cool twist at the end, and you're like, oh. Oh, and like makes you want to read more, which is the best mm -hmm. way, like getting you hooked into that number one. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I really enjoyed this comic, and I'm really excited to see what's next. The art is great, um, the panel layouts are really nice, the coloring's really good, so very successful. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Uh, you want to take a quick break, and then we'll come right back. Sure. All right. We'll be right back after a break. 
And we're back. <laughs> cool. Yeah, so uh, what are we talking about? We are talking about Riverdale. Riverdale, season five. Which, I don't think I watched season four. I didn't. I started season two, and then when they did the weird red circle thing where everybody's shirtless, I was like, done. Uh, I watched season three. Tap out. But I think we've talked about, because that's when they did the sex club, and I was like, this is too weird. I yeah. can't do this anymore. Yeah. Because, I mean... I don't need it to be, like, super wholesome, but I need it to have a little bit of that still. Right. Like, yeah, when Veronica's mom started running that sex club and then Veronica was running, like, a speakeasy, I was like, what is happening? Mm. I don't know. I I can't. Oh, we both watched Palm Springs. Yes. Was Veronica being in Palm Springs at all distracting to you? That was Veronica? Yeah, the bride. That was her? That's Veronica. Oh, my God. She looks completely different. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I I was like, that's fucking Veronica. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Palm Springs. So no. Okay. <laughs> uh, Palm Springs is on Hulu, right? Yeah. Yeah, with Andy Samberg and Christian Melody, and it's a really cool, different time loop movie that you should check out. Yeah, I. It was definitely a completely different play on the whole time loop. Mm-hmm. Uh, very dark, very moody. Yeah, but also um, still like wha- kind of wacky and like Andy Samberg, J.K. Simmons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Two thumbs up. Yeah. Great. Very, very solid. If you like. Um, yeah, it's, it's just a great. It was, it's apparently, according to Hulu, it got more views on its first day than any other of their original movies on their first day. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, nice. I've watched a lot of movies recently. We'll hmm. get into that in a minute. Yeah. Okay, uh, Riverdale. Riverdale. So, season five. They're jumping seven years into the future. Okay. So I don't know why. It doesn't say why. Maybe because the kids are just looking very old. Yeah, I mean, they were never kids to begin with. Yeah, they were all like already in their twenties. Yeah. So except Lily Reinhardt, I just re- I was reading about her because she was in something else. Mm-hmm. Um, she was well, she's basically Betty's age the whole time. Oh, like really? one or two years older. Yeah, that's so weird. Yeah, but yeah she said they're not going to be teenagers anymore. Um, and yeah, they're just gonna. It's like they don't want them to be stuck in high school. But I I don't understand why they don't just do like a college thing. I guess because, like... Say by the bell, the college years. Right, exactly. That's coming back to Mr. Belding is still here. Why? (laughs) Why? Exactly. He joined them in college for some reason. Did you... So you watched Say by the Bell growing up. Of course. Did you realize that Mr. Belding had a catchphrase? No. Hey, 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 just what is going on here? Oh, He says that every time he enters frame. Every time? Not every time. But someone made a super cut. And it's like, oh, I had no idea. That he always said, hey, 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 for Hayes, uh-huh. hey, 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 just what is going on here? Uh, yeah, I could see that. Including they did a, a weird reunion thing on yeah. Kimmel, I think. Yeah. And he, the first thing, well, as soon as he walks in. He's a lot fatter now. He is. Yeah. He kind of <laughs> looks like uh, um, what would have happened if Dan Aykroyd's life had gone worse. Oh, no. Well, at least he didn't turn into a pedophile. Uh, (laughs) Moving on. All right. Uh, Yeah, so they're going to be, you know, I can actually see why they would do this. You know, a lot of kids, like, go off to college, and they go to different colleges. Mm -hmm. Unlike Saved by the Bell, they don't all go to the same college, which is weird. That is weird. Mm -hmm. Or, like, Dawson's Creek, I think, is similar. Sure. Like, all of those shows. Buffy. Right. <laughs> they go to the same college, and it's the one that's four blocks away that has right. never come up. And, like, Willow would never go to... Like, she's so smart. She gets excited. I know they, like, they explain it out yeah. of the way, but it's stupid. And, well, okay, three of them go. Buffy, right. Willow, Oz. Yes. 
that's it, right? Yeah, Xander. Xander doesn't go. Doesn't get into college. No, he doesn't get into college. Cordelia leaves. Cordelia leaves. Right. And Giles has nothing to do, so he just sits around his house that season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's only three people, which isn't. But it's still bonkers. But still. Well, there's other people from Sunnydale that went to their school that go to that college too. What? Who? Uh, Jonathan. Jonathan goes to UC Sunnydale. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, put that together. I mean, there's other people like. That we just see, that we've seen in the past. That's... Well, yeah, people still hang around the town, yeah. like Xander. Right, there. And Anya. Yeah. Anya doesn't go to college. She doesn't go to Because she's not a teenager, technically. No. <laughs> what does she do in season four? She just kind of hang out and have sex with Xander? I mean, no, she does the, the store. That's season five. Oh. He doesn't buy the store. Oh, yeah, because he's just depressed. Yeah, yeah he, right. he buys the store at the beginning of season five. Right. And then it hires Anya, like, immediately. Escape his comics, where we bring up Buffy every episode. <laughs> Escape his comics, where we remember most of Buffy, right, exactly. just not the parts we want to talk about. No, those episodes aren't as good. Right. <laughs> like Depressed Giles, not as good. I liked aspects of Depressed Giles. Yeah. Because it was almost like, oh boy, something dangerous is happening. <laughs> well, yeah, because that's when he has sex with Buffy's mom. No, that's no. band candy. That's because yeah, of the no, bank. Game. That was season three. That's season three. God, it always makes all the seasons. Up. I mean, it could be. I gotta watch it. There's nothing to say that they definitely don't have sex in season four. We just don't see it. Maybe That's it's true. implied. Maybe they do. Yeah. 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 Because it seemed like they had like a thing. Oh, for sure, they definitely had a thing. Yeah. We just maybe didn't see all. We the just things. only saw it when they were acting like teenagers. Right. What yeah. a good episode. That was a good episode. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, because season four, that's when he brings back his lady. The lady who yeah. who then appears in the dream episode. Mm-hmm. We we kept expecting her to be around more. Yeah. Um, I think at one point he has like a heart to heart conversation with her about his relationship with Buffy or something, and then yeah. she gives him some really good advice, and then is never seen or heard from again. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know those characters aren't allowed to be on Buffy for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> we're talking about black characters. Yeah, we're talking about, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they killed Kendra. Yeah. Um, and that's, the, unfortunately, the end of the list. Yeah. Oh, uh, Principal Robin Wood. Oh, yeah, Principal Robin Wood. But yeah. final season, so. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Three black characters on the whole show. Yep. Yeah. Oh, well. Hopefully they'll do better in Slayers. What? Yeah, the new Buffy show. Is it Joss Whedon? Mm-hmm. Have we talked about the show he's doing on HBO or something called, like, The Nevers or something? Yeah. Yeah. Sort of. We Briefly. Okay. I hope it's coming on soon. It's, it's HBO. Yeah. So who knows? Yeah. One day. It's been filmed. They're buying up a bunch of crap. They are. Yeah. The, the Comedy Central show that I fell in love with last year, The Other Two, have you seen this show? Uh-uh. Um, it's about these two late 20s, early 30s, I think early 30s, um, trying to make it in New York, and then their 13-year-old brother back in Ohio releases a silly music video and becomes the biggest pop star in the world. Um, and it's about them sort of like swimming in his wake, and it's really funny. And H mm. and it was, it was supposed to get renewed on Comedy Central, and HBO is like yoink, and now it's going to be on HBO Max. Whoa, yeah. crazy! So you can HBO watch Max it. Max is literally has everything. You're getting everything. Yeah, including what started this past Sunday is Lovecraft Country, which right. you have not watched yet, so I will not spoil. We'll it. talk about it next week. We'll talk about it next week. I'll yeah. watch it. We'll talk about the first two or three episodes, however many we'll yeah. have by then. It's, yeah. I mean, obviously, it fits our story very well, mm-hmm. uh, especially because of Dark Carnival. But it is amazing. Okay, cool. Just the opening sequence, which isn't spoiling anything, is so Lovecraftian. It's okay. just like a dream sequence, but it uses all this like old fifties like alien. Like UFOs and stuff, okay. and the colors are just astounding. And I was just like glued to the television. Lovecraft for me has always been one of those things that it's so difficult to adapt. There's never been like a big successful adaptation. Like they made that no. Color Out of Space movie, but that didn't really hit. That was like, what, two years ago with Nicolas Cage? A, not even two years ago, a year ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and like, you know, they've done 
things, but like there's nothing really. So I'm hoping that this yeah. and well, I. Well, it's always so weird. As That's a result, why, yeah. I've never really given a shit. I tried to read some Lovecraft, and I found it so, so plotting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is great. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. There hasn't been a great adaptation really of mm-hmm. it yet. Um, I didn't like that Color Out of Space movie because it's so... That movie Mandy. Did you watch Mandy? No. It's like one of my most hated movies of all time. Also with Nicolas Cage. Oh, okay. Yeah. Blech. Blech. Yeah. Put him back in the cage. Put her back. Yeah. Get out of here, Nicholas. Uh, He's trying to make a comeback. He can be in fun, weird movies. He's a good actor. He's just insane. Yeah. So... He would have been a terrible Superman. I'll take that to the grave. Ugh. God, thank God that didn't happen. Yeah, no matter how good the movie is, Nicolas Cage couldn't play a good Superman. Nope, probably not. Um, stuff is going on. Oh, yeah, with wrestling. Oh, right. Right. So Bill Goldberg, for some reason, is starring in an A-Team-style NCIS spinoff with another mystery wrestler. Oh, okay. Yeah. Who do you think it's going to be? Sting. No, I don't think it's going to be Sting. Just because they were like they they wrestle each but other. Who's that like kind of sexy one with like the longer hair? Edge. No. Chris Ew. Jericho. No. The newer. Got Seth black, Rollins. Black hair. Roman Reigns. Yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I started with what I thought was more your type. <laughs> the Edge. Edge. Yeah. Jericho. <laughs> okay, Jericho was a reach. I admit that. Um, yeah, Roman Reigns. Well, Roman Reigns, I mean, maybe he'd be in a movie because he's not wrestling right now. Cause he, this is he, a show, like a detective style Right. Show. Okay. Oh, not a movie, a TV not show, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, um, uh, I'm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because Roman isn't wrestling right now because he had leukemia and he's in remission. That's what I, yeah, that's what so I heard. So he's, I mean, so he's like, I'm not going to wrestle right now, like, right. with everything. So, uh, yeah, he maybe he needs a gig. That's a, definitely a safer place to work on a TV show. But Bill Goldberg yeah. is not an actor. At Bill all? Goldberg, Bill Goldberg is very good at, like, four moves. <laughs> And he can do them better than anybody. Yeah. And his matches can be fun, but he's just such a... Oh, my God. It's just such a waste. I guess he can cut a good promo. He should never have been Universal Champion. Here's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> All right, tell me. He'd robbed Kevin Owens in a fucking less than 60-second match just because they wanted to get the belt off of him to put it on Goldberg so that Goldberg could wrestle Brock, Brock Lesnar and they could have a rematch of one of the worst WrestleMania matches of all time. What was his move? Uh, he does, so he does a spear, uh-huh. which looks great, because he used to be a professional football player. Uh-huh. His spear is awesome. That's why I know him. Yeah, he's bald, and he's got the goatee, and he's, like, huge. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. very wide body. He's very, like, Stone Cold-ish. Yeah, he basically right. looks like Stone Cold, like, if Stone Cold ate a super mushroom from Mario. See, I know wrestlers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, and then he'll do a jackhammer, which is, like, an inverted suplex where he, like, lands on top of you. It looks, it looks pretty cool. The spear looks more devastating. Like, there's a YouTuber named Adam Blompier who reviews wrestling who says that the spear is so devastating that it's amazing that everyone has ever taken it doesn't continue wrestling as two smaller wrestlers. <laughs> Great line. Uh, anyway, Goldberg acting and not being physically intimidating. Like, I guess John, John Cena just has, like, charisma. Oh, yeah. And The Rock. Yeah. And everyone else who's uh, managed The to... Rock is just, like, full of charisma. The Rock's just amazing. He's, just a, he's everyone, an amazing person. Like, it's... I think that you're... And uh, to a lesser extent, Batista. I don't... I, I think Batista is entertaining, but I wouldn't say that he has range. Yeah. He has, like, a one-line <laughs> note. Guardians. Yeah. Stuber. Oh, I like Stuber. Okay, I didn't see it. Okay, yeah. It um, and then he was in a James Bond movie with no dialogue. Oh, yeah. But true. but it worked. It made sense for him. Yeah. So. Oh, my God. I just watched a movie he was in, and it was super early, and I, now I can't remember what it was. Sorry, in his, in was, his film career? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I didn't know that he did movies before Guardians. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, and that's why I was like super surprised. Of course, he was the villain. Sure. And I'll keep talking. I'll look it up. Okay. I'll keep. Uh, <laughs> I'd love to do that. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. I think that Goldberg could be a fine actor. I, he he's definitely too old to really still wrestle anymore. He they trotted him out every few year, every so often to do the Saudi Arabia shows. That's really the only time he'd wrestle because WWE made so much money. They brought a whole bunch of guys back. They made the Undertaker do it. Triple H got in the ring. Like. Not the Triple H Undertaker can't go. finally retired, though, right? Undertaker is over. Undertaker right. had his last match. It was a ta- a pre-taped like cinematic match called mm-hmm. the Boneyard match with AJ Styles, where oh, they fought. Yeah. They fought in like a farmhouse, and it was re- <laughs> no. no, it was really good. Like like he had his he had uh, he fought a bunch of like weird cultists. Um, AJ Styles brought his two guys Gals and Anderson to help him out, and then he ends up burying AJ Styles, and it's fucking cool. Like mm. it, it shot like a movie. Yeah. So, yeah, it was dope. Um, and if that's his final match, then I think... He didn't, like, retire on his back, like, is the tradition. Like, you're supposed to put somebody over. Like, somebody beats you in your retirement. Like how Undertaker beat Shawn Michaels or how Shawn Michaels beat Ric Flair. Right. But I guess if this is how he wants to go out, then that makes sense. Oh, you know what? It wasn't a movie, but he's been <laughs> in a lot of things. Okay. Um... We're talking about my uh, rewatch of Smallville. <laughs> oh, he was on Smallville. He was on Smallville. Who, was he like a Kryptonian? Yeah, he was a Kryptonian. Oh, was he like a Phantom Zone criminal? Yes. Okay, that's fucking cool. Yeah, it was. He was like gnawing or something. And he was really good. Okay, great. Yeah. Yeah, I buy that. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. That I also like the like, idea that, that he... That was like 2006. Was he, did he keep his shirt on the whole time? Oh, no. Okay. Because <laughs> the one thing about Batista that I think could be kind of troubling is that it, that means that every fictional universe has a character with that weird belly button tattoo of the sun. <laughs> does, yeah. When he's Drax, they cover uh, it up. They covered it up okay. in that, too. Like but they put different tattoos on him. Batista, especially at his prime, is incredibly intimidating. And when he had only a few tattoos, <laughs> um, he was uh, he looked really cool and sleek and scary. And then he got the weird sun around his belly button. Oh, he was also in The Man with the Iron Fists. Oh, the RZA movie. Yes. Yeah. And Riddick. Okay. Uh, With Vin Diesel. Yeah. That makes sense. And then finally Guardians after that. Okay. Yeah. So his first movie was Man with the Iron Fist. I think so. What a debut. Holy moly. Uh, Oh, no, no. His first movie is The Scorpion King 3, Battle for Redemption. Oh, so like direct to VHS, even though VHS weren't really being made anymore? Mm -hmm. Direct to Laserdisc? Oh, there's some more. Oh, wait. No. My son, my son, what have ye done? I think that was the name of a WWE pay-per-view. <laughs> Probably. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually been in 77 things. Oh, my God. I think well, that's all the WWE probably stuff, too, right? Yeah, because he was in, like, they made, the, WWE has their own production studio, and they make movies yeah. and stuff. So that's probably including that. Yeah, they made a movie called Slight or Snip or Split about, like, a sli- Slight of Hand Artist. So I think it was called Slight. Uh, and it's about, like, a magician. I don't think there's any wrestlers in it. It was just WWE being like, oh, let's just oh, make I a movie. Oh, I remember that movie. Yeah. yeah. That was a WWE thing? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, it was really weird. And people said it was, like, pretty good. It was okay. Yeah, yeah. I saw it. And there were, I, I mean, I'd have to look at the IMDb page, but I don't think there's any wrestlers in it. I mean, I don't remember. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't know by, like... Because they made, like, five weird. Marine movies. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> and then like a Christmas movie they were really like now that we have our own network we should be making more movies and it's like or just make more wrestling yeah that's what people like you could do that bring uh, back Talking Smack bring back what? it was a talk show they did after Smack Talking Smackdown. Smack? after Smackdown it was called Talking Smack and it was Renee Young who actually just quit the company and she would mm-hmm. have do like little impromptu interviews following the show and they were basically unscripted and they gave the wrestlers a lot of time to like shine and get their character out and move story forward there was one instance where Daniel Bryan called the Miz a coward and the Miz screamed his head off and now that for my money is the defining Miz moment 
I don't even know who that is. The Miz? Yeah. Okay. Lay Miz? <laughs> wow. Congratulations. <laughs> you just made the exact same joke as my mom. Well done. Oh, no. <laughs> Maybe I'm proud of that. <laughs> okay, there's one thing I wanted to talk about, one okay. thing I wanted to do. This is like, not, not really a game, but it's like kind of a... Um, you'll be surprised at the information that we learn in this next segment. This is called the list of highest grossing media franchises. So this is the list. Nearly everything represented on this list we deal with in some capacity in our store. Okay. Um, But basically, these are franchises that through whatever, movies, TV shows, video games, books, whatever, have made more money than any other franchise. We've already discussed number one. Right. $95 billion over time has been earned by Pokemon. That's crazy. Number two is Hello Kitty. Right. Number three is a Disney property. Can you guess what Disney property? Just a Disney property? Yeah. Frozen? No. Hmm. Much older. Much, much, much older. Much older? Yeah. Okay. Um... Let me go back to the beginning. Go back to the... Oh, there's Mickey? Mickey Mouse is number four. Whoa. Number three. Uh-huh. Beating Mickey Mouse by $2 billion, $76 to $74 billion, is Winnie the Pooh. Whoa! Yeah. I would never would have guessed that. Right. Yeah. But it's because, I was talking with, uh, this with my wife, who was British, Winnie the Pooh drastically outsells Mickey Mouse in Europe and Asia. Oh. Yeah, by significant portion. Yeah, because that was, like, big. So Winnie the Pooh was huge, I would say, in the early 90s yeah. here. And then it just kind of, like, died out. Did you see that Christopher Robin movie? No. It's live action. Yeah. They get all the current voice actors to voice the characters, and it's... Been on my Netflix queue for like a year. <laughs> it's incredibly cute, but I don't know that many Americans that saw it. Mm-mm. When I was on ships and I would talk to Brits, everyone saw it. Really? In theaters, if they were on land at the time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Is that, that Ewan McGregor that's in that? Ewan McGregor plays the grown-up Christopher yeah. Robin. And it's, I mean, the, from the moment the movie starts, you know exactly what's going to happen. And it's like, it's incredibly predictable, but it's still sweet. Yeah. And yeah. And the fact that it's the real voices yeah. that you remember from, like, the old movies. That's cool. It's not the same actors, because a lot of them are dead, but, right. the, but it's like, people doing those oh, impressions, cool. more or less. Right. Yeah. Cool. Number five is Star Wars. Of course. Number six is the only one on this entire list of every franchise that's made at least $4 billion. Okay. That I don't know anything about. That you don't know anything about. That I've never heard of, because it has no representation in North America. This is, is On Pond Man. Anpan Man. Anpan Man is an anime, follows the adventures of Anpan Man, a superhero with an Anpan, a red bean paste-filled pastry, for a head, who protects the world from an evil anthropomorphic germ named Biken Man. Oh, it's perfect for right now. Because <laughs> he's fighting a germ? <laughs> he's fighting germs. This is number one with Asian children under 10. Holy shit. And has been for about a decade. Really? Yeah. Wow. The, the age group for Pokemon is a little older. Hello Kitty right. is is like not just not as I mean it's still just it has a head start because Anpanmon, uh, actually Anpanmon started in 1973. Question about Hello Kitty, really? Yeah. Quick. Is Hello Kitty is that like Sanrio like everything? I believe it is just no Sanrio owns Hello Kitty, but well, that, yeah, yeah, no, that doesn't that. include it doesn't include all of the other characters. I mean I can't imagine that they would make that big of an impact all together compared to Hello Kitty. I don't know. I, I mean, mean Karopi, Bad Bats. The Agatsuko yeah. is a new one that has a Netflix show. Yeah. Um, but no, Hello he- Hello Kitty ignoring. I mean, Gudetama. Oh, yeah, Gudetama. Yeah. yeah, he's super big right now. Yeah. I love the Lazy Egg. And the uh, the weird bean thing, Mama Shiva. 
Is that another one? lazy one? Uh, no, it's a weird bean that appears... Like a red bean? It, 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 well, it appears as many kinds of beans. Depends on... Mm. So it's these commercials where, like, they take... And it could be an edamame, it could be a red bean, it could be a... a I think it could be a... Um, what do you call it? A tapioca pearl? Oh, it's a very inclusive bean. Yeah, but it's a little dog. And so what happens in these commercials is someone is eating something and then they see, uh, and then it wakes, it like wakes up and then says a weird, fun trivia fact. And then they go, I don't want to eat this anymore. (laughs) That's every commercial. (gasps) That's amazing. Mama Shiba. And then it goes, Mama Mama Shiba. Shiba. Oh, I love that. (laughs) So then after Anpan Man, which is, look up Anpan Man. It Mm. it does look like a child's thing, but like his head is a pastry. What the hell? Why is his head a pastry? After Anpan Man. Anpan Man makes 60 billion, has generated 60 billion dollars. Crap. Not annually, just over time. Yeah, 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 okay. 46 billion. Next one below it yeah. is Disney Princess. The whole the line. The whole Disney Princess? The whole of Disney Princess. Cinderella, Snow White, Sleeping Beauty, uh, Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast. All, well, I guess is the characters. Is Anpon Man's pastry full of crack? <laughs> <laughs> what, are they, what are they putting inside of that pastry? Yeah, it's there's and there's a bunch of different characters. Anpon, there's a picture of Anpon. looks pretty tasty. Right. Yeah. It's like a bagel with chocolate on the inside. When translated to English, Anpan Man means bean bun man. So it's red bean paste. It's red bean paste, yeah. With crack. His head is a bun made by Uncle Jam. So he, he is... So it's like a Pinocchio situation. Oh, no. <laughs> he goes on daily patrols around the house of Uncle Jam. Oh, so he just protects this one guy in his house. He doesn't, like, save the world. I don't trust uh, any Pinocchio types. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> never never was too into that whole making that boy. <laughs> yeah, don't make a boy. Don't make a boy. Don't make your own boy. Don't do that. Although that is how childbirth works. <laughs> no, <laughs> We're making a boy. Way. You're not making like a toy boy. <laughs> right. Or a boy toy. You want to switch that around. <laughs> so up, up to Anpon Man, everything that we have here in some capacity, we sell in our store. Um, to, just I want to make sure that this, that all listeners know that this is a relevant conversation we're having. <laughs> After Disney Princess is Shonen Jump, or just Jump comics right. in general, which has, you know, been running consistently since 1968. Yeah. Lots of things. Then we have Mario. Okay. Then we have, then, we have the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay. Just the movies. Just the movies, yeah. yeah. Then, we have the entire world of Harry Potter. Wow. Everything, including... Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, Marvel Cinematic Universe includes comics. Oh, it does include But the box okay. office has generated $22.594 billion, yeah. whereas comic volumes, I don't know from when they started counting, has only generated half a million. Yeah, that's true. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, box office, merchandise, and home entertainment. $22 million, $7 million, $5 billion, excuse me, $22 billion, yeah. $7 billion, $5 billion. Comic volumes, half a mil. Yeah, that's got to be annually. But, yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's... There's no way that's not annually. Maybe that's since Disney bought it? Maybe? I don't know. That has to be annually. There's no way. No way. Including graphic novel sales all around the world? That has to be annually. That has to be annually. Yeah. I don't know. That's very weird. That is very weird. Uh, Then we have Harry Potter. Then we have Transformers, including the Japanese companies that they... Okay. Then Spider-Man is the number one solo superhero. Wow. Yeah. Not That's, Batman? He beats Batman by one billion. Batman is the next one. I'm shocked by that, actually. Really? Yeah. So, you know, they in Japan, and so they really love Spider-Man. And in China. 
Like, right. Whereas yeah. Batman doesn't have as much of a presence. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Spi- so I mean, I guess if you just looked at America, Batman would probably dwarf Spider-Man. But Spider-Man, yeah. we're looking at merchandise, box office, home video, video games, comic sales, TV revenue. Oh, wait, comic sales, it says $1 billion. Yeah, see, this is what I mean. Those numbers are wrong. Okay, these numbers have to be a little, yeah. a little skewed. Yeah. Um, TV revenue, pachinko sales, where it's... That, pachinko sales. Pachinko sales, that alone is $308 million. Wow. And then the Broadway musical generated $212 million. Oh. So they're lumping in everything. Whereas Batman, it's retail, including home video, box office, and TV. Yeah, because you think about just, oh God, even when I was going on HBO Max the other day, how many Batman, like, cartoons and movies there were. Mm-hmm. Like, compared, like, there's not really many of Spider-Man, of, like, the cartoons, just in general. Sure. Like, for, I mean... It's very off. Yeah. Yeah. It is fascinating to me, but it totally makes sense that generally the amount of money made by a movie off of its merchandise is like triple what it makes at the box office. Yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. Yeah. I get why they want to make things with lots of toys. Oh, yeah. Then we have Gundam. Mm -hmm. Then we have Dragon Ball. Then we have Barbie. Have you seen that giant Gundam that they're making in Japan that moves? It's not done? I thought it was done. No, it's a, the robotics aren't complete. Oh, okay. Yeah, they have, well, they have one that's just big and like sure. sits in Tokyo. But now they have one that's going to actually be able to walk. Hmm. And so it's like leg can move now and like one of its arms, but it's like not complete. So it's actually a real robot that's going to be an AI. That's cool. I guess, but if it's going to be an AI, like, don't you want to, like, make sure everything... I don't know. I don't. I feel think like there should be a person it. inside it, like a real Gundam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe don't give it its own brain. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Good idea. Yeah. <laughs> then after Dragon Ball and Barbie, we have Fist of the North Star, a manga yeah. anime that I'm not familiar with. I like Fist of the North Star. Then we have Toy Story. Uh-huh. Then we have Cars. Wait, it's not just Pixar? Not just Pixar. Pixar isn't a isn't a brand as much, I guess. Weird. Because they don't sell like if you go to like a toy store, they don't sell like Pixar toys. That's true. Yeah. The to- like in the same way, they don't have like just buy this Disney crap. You wait, know. Wait, what number is this? Uh, they're not ranked anymore. Okay. Right. I, I mean, they all they, like I wasn't Maybe. counting. Okay. <laughs> um, then uh, then after Toy Story, we have Cars. Although it's it shakes out to both twenty one point eight billion, mm-hmm. but Cars totally because yeah, all, yeah. all those toys and crap. One Piece. Yu-Gi-Oh, uh-huh. and then finally, at twenty billion, Call of Duty. Wow. Yeah. Then it goes into more stuff. Then uh, the next closest nine point nine billion, almost there, is uh, Middle Earth, the whole world of Lord of the Rings. Oh. Huh. Yeah, that's a bit higher up than you'd think, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. But think about it: six movies, all of which were smashing successes, yeah. commercially speaking, not necessarily critically. Right. The Hobbit movie sucked out loud. Uh. But then, like, also since it's since nineteen thirty seven, the books never go out of print. No. They keep making toys. Are they making toys still? Yeah, they keep making merchandise. Hmm. The book sales account for nine billion. Wow. The box office is almost six billion. Yeah. Um, and then licensing video game. Oh, I mean, they they make card games and video games all the time. There was yeah. a, a Lord of the Rings video game that came out fairly recently that did really well. I loved those uh, the original video games that came out after the movies. They were great. They were super fun. Mm-hmm. You could play as any of the characters. You could play co-op mode. Cool. Um, and they were just like like an adventure game. They weren't super hard. I mean, some of the levels were, but sure. like, yeah, it was just and it was all three of them. That came out like when the movies were coming out. That's rad. Yeah, they were fun. Oh, nice. Then James Bond, then valued at nineteen point one billion dollars. Peanuts. That makes sense. Here's the I thing. I believe that. I was just in Santa Rosa visiting the Peanuts Museum and seeing all the stuff. It just so much seems like it's this one guy's little world to dance around in. Yeah. And I just saw the movie, the the new one. 
Oh, there's a new movie. The, well, I mean, it came out in like 2014. Okay. It's on Disney Plus. The Peanuts movie. Oh, not a documentary. Not a documentary. Okay. This is a movie like, and it's sort of like it functions as, as oh, kind of like an origin yeah, story, yeah. but like there's a bunch of scenes with. I didn't watch that. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah. It it introduces a little red-haired girl. Right. And we like talk to her, and then it's, it's mostly about Charlie Brown, but everyone gets their stuff in. Um, Snoopy has no dialogue. It, the, the characters and they, and they don't directly credit the voice actors of the kids, huh. which is weird. That is like, weird. Like, um, Kristen Chenoweth is in it as Snoopy's love interest, a, a poodle, um, and I think there's one other famous person. But the kids, they don't. They, they just say the list of all the kids who were in it, not who they played. Huh. Yeah. That's interesting. I, it, I think that was the same thing they did with Charlie Brown Christmas and all the other stuff because they didn't want these kids to become like, no, you're not fucking voice actors. Maybe it's a SAG thing. Oh, maybe. maybe. <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah, like, just walking around fucking Santa Rosa and Sebastopol yeah. and seeing, like, oh, this is a little Charles Schultz, oh, Charles Schultz, he's saying it. And it's, like, $19 billion. Yeah, I know. He's a rich man. He's rich. Yeah. And then it's a bunch of Japanese stuff I don't know about. Yeah. Oh, The Simpsons, $15.8 billion. That makes sense. Simpsons losing to Dora the Explorer. Uh, well, I, I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast, but I did not realize how popular Dora the Explorer still is. And I went to go, I can't remember what movie I went to go see, but um, I was so excited because I had the entire movie theater to myself mm -hmm. because the line for Dora was all <laughs> the way down the street. What was it called? Dora in the Lost City of Nazi Gold or something? Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but very popular, which is great. Right. I'm glad that was so successful. Yeah, that movie made a ton of money. This is, so if you want to um, read this article, you could just go to highest grossing media franchises on Wikipedia. And it's very, very interesting. And maybe even by the time this comes out, stuff will have moved around. But yeah, yeah it's it's Anpan Man. Anpan Man. Anpan Man. Man? How is it? Man. I, maybe they, tr like, every, I no what I read on there is that the that. only attempt to put it into, like, it's, it's popular in just the continent of Asia. Yeah. And they tried to import it to Spain once, but it seems so Japanese. Yeah. That, like, it wouldn't, I mean, we have, think about all these things that seem crazy Japanese. Like the Miyazaki movies. Yeah. Or One Punch Man. Right. But for some reason, Anpan Man, they just like, no, we're not going to try. That's insane. That I've never even like seen like one like, comic. You or... saw the picture of him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't, I have no idea. Nothing. No, nothing. Yeah. Uh, oh, to credit all my sources too, I got most of my information from CBR.com. Oh, sure. CBR.com, where comics news comes alive. <laughs> it's not the R stands for resources, right? Yeah. It does. Okay. Cool. I was just giving them a new slogan. Because <laughs> they need that, right? And the CB stands for Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown <laughs> right? resources. <laughs> Good grief. Oh. Uh, well, one last thing I'm super excited about. Uh, New Mutants comes out finally on August 28th. Well, quick question about this movie. Yes. Is it real? It's real. They're actually, this They're is not real. just like a weird hoax. No. Okay. I, I guess. Maybe. We'll see. So they saying, they're saying it's coming out in theaters, though. The theaters are not open here. Uh, are they going to get it at the drive-in or anything? I hope so. Hmm. But like, they... it'd be really nice to see on a screen. I I'm know. just going to watch it at home. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch Mulan. Mm -hmm. I'm going to watch Bill and Ted. That's supposed to come out in theaters too now. And like certain, yeah, like some right. weird release. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I really hope that. I think we talked about this before. Mulan plus thirty dollars. Disney plus thirty dollars. <laughs> yeah. One of the quotes in this article says, "Even the New Mutants marketing team can't believe it's releasing in theaters." <laughs> yeah. Um. But one of the great things in the article is Lockheed mm. has been previewed now as like one of like the big 
like pictures in the release. Like that's cool. They're teasing it, and he actually like so it's like a little stuffed toy on Ileana's shoulder, mm-hmm. but then he like comes to life and like flies away. You know, and honestly, makes more sense than Shadowcat having a dragon. Yeah. Ileana with a dragon makes way more it sense. Makes more sense. Yeah. Well, we can only say that now after like. 40 years of him existing. <laughs> I love Lockheed. I think it's super cute and I'm yeah, very excited. And, and I, liked, I always liked Lockheed because I felt like Shadowcat, whose power is entirely defensive, it kind of makes sense to give her something. Yeah. 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 But like... And I, he mean, can, I mean, having him show up with her, with Ileana, like that, like from the... From the yeah. Dimension. And then maybe they ha- they bring in Shadowcat in the next movie and then Ileana dies and then it becomes Shadowcat's dragon and then we can be like, thank <gasps> no! you. I mean, she's gonna. Uh, she'll probably die at some point. She died in the. She was dead in the. She's died in the comics, I think, twice. That's true. Not counting. Not counting. Uh, House of X, Powers of X. None of those deaths matter anymore. No, it doesn't matter. Ooh, they should do that. No, they shouldn't. No, they should. They never <laughs> so, should. If, so confusing. That, that's how you make people not go to these movies anymore. And I thought they nailed it with Dark Phoenix, but they could do better. <laughs> oh yeah. Why did I watch that? I didn't even see it. I mean, oh, you didn't even see it? No, I saw Apocalypse, and I was like, that was stupid. Why would I? Yeah. I tried. We we watched Dark Phoenix because it was on HBO, and thinking, like, well, like, how bad can it be? Way, way bad. Oh, way, way bad. Like, why they would ever have Sophie Turner? Is that her name? Sophie? Yeah, Sophie Turner. No, yeah, Sophie Turner. Yeah. Be... Jean Grey is like the worst casting. Yeah. She has, she's just dead. Well, in, um, what was the first movie she was in? Not Apocalypse. Was she, was that her first movie? She's in that. No, was she in Days of Future Past before that? No. So her first movie was Apocalypse? I believe so, yeah. Okay, I was excited because I was like, yeah. Maybe, because I guess Days of Future Past didn't really have any new characters. Not that Jean Grey's a new character, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Ellen Page, is that her first? Time being Kitty? No, X-Men 3. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. That's right. It would have been weird if they got Ellen Page. Because she wasn't really famous when X-Men 3 came out. No. Now she's Umbrella Academy, which you should watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's good. Like, it's good. And the stuff they change about the comics, they change for the better. She looks forever like she's 21. Yeah, she looks like it. I mean, strange. in the... Umbrella Academy establishes that they were all born in 1989, which is the same year I was born. Yeah. And they all look it. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Except for uh, the big guy, Luther. Hmm. Um, I did big... And the monkey. Yeah, and the monkey. <laughs> well, the monkey, in, in season two, we established that he gets the monkey in the 60s. Oh, okay. So, yeah. not born in 1989. Yeah. Okay. The monkey, in they show he gets launched into space, and then when he comes back, that's when he gets trained to be Pogo. Have you watched Doom Patrol at all? No. Oh, also good. I, I heard Stargirl's really, really good, especially because I, I love the Justice Society comics. So, there's, there's like a petition to move that to HBO Max as well. Instead of the CW? Yeah, because they're saying it's like two... Not scary, but like too mature for CW. Have they watched Riverdale? <laughs> He's making out with his teacher. Exactly. That doesn't even. That's in the preview. All right. Yeah, I think that Star. I think that Star Girl could really thrive on the CW because that's they could get like a good teenage audience, and yeah. I feel like that's sort of what they want. Also, there's a show called In the Dark on CW. Sure. I've been watching it on Netflix. I didn't even know it was a CW show. Mm-hmm. And it's basically about a girl who's blind. Um, she almost gets assault, like sexually assaulted. Mm-hmm. And uh, a guy, like a teenager, 17-year-old teenager, um, saves her. Mm-hmm. And then he gets murdered. Mm. And she finds him like on the street. She's like, she's also has lots of problems. She's a kind of an alcoholic and sure. all of this stuff. Um, because she almost gets sexually assaulted. Right. And so she's like kind of drunk and she like stumbles across his body and she feels his face and she can tell it's him. Mm-hmm. But nobody believes her because she's blind. 
Uh, right? Fuck. So there's all sorts of, like, very complicated pro- problems in it. Uh, she also is kind of a sex addict, all mm-hmm. stuff. It's a CW show. Yeah. And she's a sex addict. It's a super dark. It, yeah, the yeah, CW goes super dark, dark all the time. And I'm we like, were talking about Riverdale earlier in this episode yeah. about the sex clubs and, and exactly. shirtless Archie yeah. and the Red Circle and. Yeah. Oh, CW. Yeah, whatever. And they call themselves like a teenage network. Like, oh, it's the, the network for teens. I mean, MTV was like the, the teen network, and they had like. That's true. Remember Say What Karaoke? No. That was a great show. That's unrelated to what we're talking about. <laughs> I was like, was there sex on it? Uh, sometimes. But mostly it's just people doing karaoke and winning money. I'm confused about where the sex comes in. It doesn't. Okay. I just miss MTV being like... Fun and about music. And groundbreaking and like yeah. trendsetting. And now it's just like... That karaoke show was trendsetting? I watched it. It set trends for me. I was like, I would when I grow up, I want to do karaoke, and I did. <laughs> and you did. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Now there's a, now there's apps where you can do them. Apparently. Yeah. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to go to a virtual karaoke party. I'm not going to mm-hmm. sit in a Zoom room and watch my friends sing their little heart out like they're still at the bar, and I can see like their cat walking in the background, like, don't do this. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> I don't want to watch someone sing karaoke while holding a baby. I don't. Oh god. Karaoke's a baby free space. Yeah. I I I totally agree one hundred percent. I'm gonna alien all the baby people who listen to this <laughs> show. I think my baby should be always be exposed to karaoke. I think it's important to let them know that there are bad singers everywhere. <laughs> oh man. Speaking of do you okay, yes. real quick to end on this. Do you think that or do you have any friends that were homeschooled? Uh, yeah. Okay. And did they like uh go to the park? And, like, get socialized with other children. Um, okay, well, I didn't really have any friends growing up that were homeschooled. Only later in life, as an adult, have I met people who were like, oh, yes, I was homeschooled growing up. Did they get socialized with other children? Well, a lot of them were dicks. Okay, so, so probably not. Yeah. All right. We'll save this for another time. <laughs> okay. Uh, we just had... I, I just had a complicated question about homeschooling is this good for the podcast probably not okay <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like i'm like all right cool so it was like spider-man homeschooled like what's this have to do yes i'm writing a new comic for right. spider-man <laughs> where everything's and... exactly the same except about my homeschools so it's really hard for him to sneak away in class exactly <laughs> actually this sounds like a great comic we should <laughs> yeah homeschooled superhero homeschool, yeah homeschooled superhero yeah. and they can never actually escape and he has no social skills. Yeah, because in, in, like, public school, whatever, you can have, like, bad attendance. But right. if you're homeschooled, yeah. you don't really have a choice. Yeah. Like, and did you see, um, what's that movie with Zach Braff? Wish I Was Here. No. Yeah, so he, he plays a dad who's, like, a struggling actor, and uh-huh. his wife is, like, the moneymaker. Yeah. Malin Ackerman, I forget exactly what her job is. And then, um, uh, his kids can't go to their private school anymore, so he starts homeschooling them. Did we say Zach Braff or Zach Efron? I said Zach Braff. I was thinking of Zach Efron. Oh, I don't think that's a movie. I think he's too youthful looking to be a father yet. <laughs> I did see him when he played Ted Bundy, though, and he was very good. Ugh. I know. <laughs> All right, we can call okay. it. Okay. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, everybody. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jacob S. Rubin, and also listen to my podcast, Boo to a Goose, wherever you get your podcasts. I'm uh, Jessica Balboni. You can find me at Jessa Balboni on Instagram and Twitter. I did it right this time. You did, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also, uh, oh, my new episode of Boodoo Goose is about the origin of the phrase Mad as a Hatter. We're doing a, Ooh, I like an, that. an Alice in Wonderland themed story arc. Ooh, that's awesome. So the next episode is also Alice in Wonderland. Hooray! It's a two episode arc. <laughs>
I like that. Okay, cool. Yeah. So if you want to learn the origins of Mad as a Hatter, you can listen to the Blue I Blue already Blue. know. But I'll listen to it anyway. There's there's actually a few <laughs> theories. Okay. Yeah. I also knew what it was, but when Annie went and did the research, she's like, there's actually this other theory. And we're pretty sure the one you think is the accurate one, but there's mm-hmm. a lot of people who... And it, it predates Lewis Carroll by like 200 years. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, and next time, next podcast, we'll be interviewing Frank Gogol. Oh, cool. So be sure to tune into that. Um, what's, what's Frank Gogol done that we're... Uh, like, this so the listeners know. Oh, sorry. He uh, wrote No Heroin. He's been on before. Oh, yes. Um, uh, when he released Dead End Kids, so, uh, which has been super successful, mm-hmm. I believe he's going to be doing a follow-up to that story as well. Cool. Um, so stay tuned for that. I'm sure he'll talk all about it. Great. Um, we got to figure out how to do our Zoom. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Jacob Rubin. Jessica Belboni. Thank you for listening. Bye, guys. Oh, escape with us. Escape from Tomorrowland. That's a movie. Oh, no. <laughs> escape from tomorrow. We're going we're gonna to do it in one day. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. Escape from tomorrow.